1: ya qalbi yishni isma I'm
2: Ich bin ein
3: The shamoshin to I'm gonna And the
0: AM in the AM. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. A lot of people listening on the NSN app, our Nahum Siegel Network app, which gives you an amazing and golden opportunity to tune in on a regular basis, 24 hours a day to our great programming. And around the world on the web at jmandtheam.org. David Dax with the Shabbos medley off of Shiras Hayam here at J.M. in the AM. Uh, before that, Mordechai ben David's Eitz and Yoyeli Greenfeld Zelokai off of the Shear double CD. Sim Khaliner Shebechol, Ani Mamin done by Leviathan, before that done by Eitan Katz. And Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. J.M. and the AM on this Thursday, February the 12th, day 23 in the month of Shvat. Want to wish a happy birthday to anybody who's celebrating a milestone birthday on February the 12th. 29 degrees with 79% humidity. Winds of southwest at 6 miles per hour. Afternoon, rain and snow with a high temperature of 41. Then tonight, partly cloudy, windy, a low of 10. Wow. Sunny tomorrow with a high of 22. Looks like Israel is over the dust storm problem. Yerushalayim sunny in 48. We're at 29 degrees here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. Exciting day here at JM in the AM as usual, followed by an incredible day in our stream all day long at jmintheam.org. A lot of great programming hope you'll have an opportunity to tune in at some point and enjoy what we have to offer especially on a Thursday. Oh, it is great programming, but Thursday is extra extra special. That's for sure. So I hope you have an opportunity to uh to tune in and enjoy here at JM in the AM. Eighth day has a Kalbach medley. Here it is at JM in the AM. <laughs>
3: i
4: i Ki gamze ya go to the
0: Yanki Lemmer from the uh, CD entitled It Is Shabbos with that amazing rendition of Mimkomcha. Yaf Yafisa with Shalshalis, Yehuda Green with Hashivenu. You heard Benny Friedman, that classic Tikva. The Kalbach medley was done by eighth day. Thursday morning, seven o'clock in the morning on this February 12th, day 23 in the month of Shvat. JM in the AM wishing, uh, Everybody, a wonderful Thursday out there. Be careful because the temperature is supposed to drop to 10 degrees later on. Oh, my gosh. That's the low tonight. 10 degrees. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world in the web, jmnam.org Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Galitzal in the background. News from Israel coming up next. Rabbi Goldwasser at 7.30. Plenty more happening between now and 9 a.m. And an incredible day on our stream all day long at jmdm.org. Great, great programming. Make sure to be tuned in. And if you have the NSN app, it is probably the easiest way to listen in from anywhere around the world all through the day. Galeitzal Israel Army Radio 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from J and the
5: Galeitzal Asha Shibel Mansur ועדת הבחירות המרכזית פסלה את מעמדותה של הנין זובי לכנסת הבאה ברוב של 27 תומכים מול 6 מתנגדים. היראור על ההחלטה יעבור כעת באופן אוטומטי להכרעת בית המשפט העליון.
6: לא היו לי שום טיפיות מרוב חברי ועדת הבחירות מדובר בוועדה פוליטית שימין גזעני שולט פה. אין שום בסיס. אני ולא משפטי בכל השמות שהתיחו בי המשחק הוא משחק פוליטי והיד העליונה היא לימים אני בטוחה שבית המשפט יהפוך את החלטה הזאת ולא יאשר את הפסילה
5: שלי יושב ראש ישראל ביתנו, שר החוץ ליברמן ושר התחבורה ישראל קץ מהליכוד דרכו על הפסילה כתבנו און לי אור, מוסר שוועדת הבכירות דנה כעת בפסילתו של המעומד ברוך מרזל מרשימת יחד בעקבות הפרסום הבוקר בגלץ, הנהלת הסינימתק בחיפה משנה כיוון ומבהירה, לא נערוך פסטיבל סרטי נקבה, אלא רק הקרנה נקודתית. כתבתנו לי אמרה מילת דיווחה לראשונה.
0: לאחר שבסיחות בין הנהלת הסינמטק לעמותת
7: זוכרות הוחלט על קיום פסטיבל סרטי נקבה בהפקת העמותה, עכשיו טוענים בחברה
8: העירונית
0: האחראית על סינמטק חיפה כי במקום לא יתארח פסטיבל לסרטי נקבה אלא יוקרנו כמה סרטי סטודנטים קצרים כלשונם. בתקווה אמרה מנהלת
8: העמותה
5: ליאט רוזנברג בסיחה איתנו, השיח בין העמותה להנהלת הסינמטק היה על פסטיבל מסוג זה שנערך בסינמטק תל אביב. תרסום ראשון, גם רוד דיין הסירה את מעומדותה לפרס ישראל בתחום מפעל חיים בעקבות התערבות להשקעת ראש הממשלה בוועדה הבוחרת את הזוכה בפרס לספרות. לפני שההקלה תקפה דיין בתה ה-98' את נתניהו. ראש ממשלה זה לא תפקידו בכלל להתערב. פרס ישראל אני ניתן בלי שום מבדל מפלגות או נתן
6: לאנשים באשר הם... אני מתנגע
5: לשאה שהוא יתארב השר נפתלי בנט תוקס בחריפות את ראש הממשלה נתניהו על רקע ביקורו אתמול בהתנחלות אלי ומשל הבקבוקים הנה קטע מדבריו בתיכון בליך בפני הבחירות כולם נורא תמיד it's a Palestinian state. And if we don't be there, I don't know where the state is going. The
2: first step is not the details. I'm sitting at my the
5: יושב ראש המחנה הציוני יצחק הרצוג קשר בצהריים בין מבצע צוק איתן לגל הפיתורים בדרום. משפחות שלמות שנאלצו לבלות בקיץ האחרון במקלטים קורסות עכשיו וחיות בפחד מהמחר, בלי מסכורת, בלי פרנסה. כך הרצוג בפייסבוק. התחזית גם מחר יוסיף לרדת גשם מפרקים בעיקר בצפון ובמישור משורחוף, בחרמון ירד שלג קיים חשש מהצפות לאורך החוף ומשטפונות במדבר יהודה ולסיום, אנשים של מועדון ספורט בחדר סל ממשיכים לחגוג את האפלה ההיסטורית לחצי גמר היורוקאפ כוכבת הקבוצה שי דורון לפני שההקלה בתוכניתנו עושים ספורט עם אלי ישראלי אם אנחנו כמו
7: קבוצה
9: אחר בור נאצל אותנו. מיחקנו מדגתי אמיחק החיבור של אונה שלנו. אמרנו עלח נוצרט לפור בסיוע, וללא פור ניצחון. זה משקאה.
5: אלה החדשות של אורח חדאר שיפר. הדוחנים בקסוד אופיר.
3: Kairu bi yadoro kai Kairu kai De ze 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 Inna kairu bi yadoro Output der, Er nicht er ist In In the caydeal, the In
10: Hey you show la
8: show
4: Chambers,
10: El
0: Oh, boy. That's why it's only Diaspora with Gedalia Goldstein. He's unbelievable on those drums. From the reunion years and years ago, I remember that night when that David Melech Yisrael permeated the halls uh, of Carnegie Hall. Oh, boy, unbelievable. Uh, that was uh, David Melech Israel with the uh, Diaspora Yeshiva Band, of course. Mizumin had Dar Holeich, Yehashi Rubin and Company, Deershoe from their World CMCD, uh, as they get closer and closer to the big celebration, they're going to have brand new music, by the way, that's going to be released in honor of the 5775 celebration, uh, completing the Dafyomi Fiomi And Barry Weber opened up with Der Weber uh, here in the 7 o'clock hour. Thursday morning broadcast, February the 12th to 23rd of Schvat. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Our friends at Maya Note. Have their continuing education courses continue. Mrs. Leah Herzog today begins on the topic of prophets and prophecy. Mrs. Herzog is a director of Israel guidance and Tanakh teacher at Maya Note. And today a six part series on prophets and prophecy begins. Uh, all the, uh, continuing education uh, courses are given on Thursday. Information contact Maya Note. This, um, where are we here? Yeshivas Arachayim and the Turo College University System invite everyone to an evening of reflection and inspiration in memory of their founding president or by Dr. Bernard Lander and in honor of the Shloshim by Dr. Nathan Lander. Featured speaker will be Harav Ruvein Feinstein this coming Saturday night at Yeshivas Arachayim 71st Avenue in Flushing. Information 718. 718- Two six one four seven three eight seven one eight two six one four seven three eight 261 4738 718-261-4738, for information on that. Want to wish a Mazel Tov to Rochelle and Mark Zamek and Tamar and Matt Lowe. They are uh, honorees at the young of Tineck dinner, which is happening this coming Saturday night. We say Mazel Tov to them from all of us here at JM in the AM. Looking forward to visiting Livingston, New Jersey, this coming Sunday. The Synagogue of the Suburban Tourist Center, starting with Shacharis at 8.30, lecture and breakfast at 9.15. I will be addressing the topic of So When Does He Davin? Nachum Siegel on prayer, priorities, and people. Looking forward to seeing everybody early in the morning on Sunday at the Synagogue at a Suburban Tourist Center in Livingston, New Jersey. Very much looking forward to that. Soul to Soul has its annual concert coming up on the 22nd of February. That's Sunday, February 22nd with Chaim Israel and Benny Friedman. And that's going to be happening at the Brooklyn School of Music on Clarkson Avenue between President and Union Street starting at 7 p.m. on February 22nd. Information, you can go to jewishtickets.com or soulto soul.org. Jewishtickets.com or soulto soul.org will get you information on that event, the Soul to Soul concert for the seconds, 28 minutes after 7 o'clock, it's a JM and the AM Thursday morning. Amazing programming on our stream all day long. Coming up at 9 a.m., the incredible Charlie Harari. Charlie has a um, a program today, uh, which he calls The Boardroom, calls it The Boardroom every week. His segments will include life bits, practical productivity, leadership lessons, corner office management tips, and in the news with Michael Davis. In addition, I want to mention that uh, the Joel Paul Group has a role in the um, a Charlie Harari presentation in the boardroom on a regular basis, and they continue to search for potential candidates and to fill uh, positions in our community, organizational life in our community, business life in our community, and continue to do so at a uh, at a very successful rate, to say the least. So you can search Joel Poll Group uh, online if you are a candidate for one of their positions or if you have a position that you need filled. They will make sure to hop to it and get on it ASAP. Miriam Wallach is going to be presenting That's Life today starting at uh, 10.30. Blogger and Jewish education consultant Penny Joel joins the program to discuss experiential education and how what your child learns outside of the classroom is often more important than what they learn inside. Sounds blasphemous, but it's true. <laughs> All this and more coming up at 1030. At 10 o'clock, Allison Joseph with Jew in the City speaks. Special guest, Isamar Ginsburg, a Hasidic Jew, uh, a top, a, 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 a top 10 entrepreneur. Oh, a Hasidic Inc top 10 entrepreneur and a 2013 Jew in the City All-Star. She'll join uh, he'll join Allison Josephs and Jew in June the City Speaks coming up at 10 o'clock this morning on our stream at jmnam.org. And the stunt show, which follows the um live lunch today, Gorf, Jordan B. Gorfingel, takes you away from the winter blues with his interview of Ayal Zimit, the Israeli top ten beach volleyball star and Hollywood stuntman, plus the, plus the latest installment of Purim Torah, Me Star Trek, answering the timely question of how much Romulan Ale, Must One Drink to Fulfill the Mitzvah of Not Being Able to Tell the Hero Kirk Apart from the Villain Khan. All on today's stunt show with Gorf between 1 and 2 Eastern Time on our stream at org. So we have amazing and incredible features and programming. I hope everybody out there stays tuned in all day long and takes advantage of what we have to offer. JM and the AM on this Thursday are David Goldwasser's words, Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David
11: Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Mesech HaShavas whoever wants to see the Be'er, the well of Miriam, should go up to the top of Hara Carmel and he's going to see like a sieve in the sea, and that is the Be'er Shel Miriam, the well of Miriam. What does this mean? Miriam's Be'er provided B'nai Yisrael with pure refreshing water for 40 years while they were in the desert. Chazal tell us that the well of Miriam was both a spiritual source and the moral source of strength for B'nai Yisrael. It reminded them of the great Amunah, the belief that was demonstrated by Miriam during one of the most crucial times in history. B'nai Yisrael were enslaved, The oppression was unbearable. Paro had decreed that all the males should be killed. Whatever son is born, he should be thrown to the river. However, the daughters should be kept alive. Amram, Miriam's father, separated from his wife, and so too many others followed his example. Why have children if they're going to be killed? Miriam Hanavia said to her father, "Your decree, your Gesera, is worse than Paros. Paros' decree is only against the males. Yours is against the females as well. Paro is a Russia, he's evil, and we don't know whether his decree is going to take effect. However, you're a tzaddik, and your decree will certainly be effective. We learn that Amram returned to his wife, Claudius Royal" should have total, uncompromising reliance on Hashem, even at times when everything seems hopeless. Generations later, there was a danger of disintegration of Klau Yisroel. They worshipped the Baal. Elio An-Novi challenged Klau Yisroel. Elihu approached all the people and said, How long are you going to dance between these two? If Hashem is the God, then go after Him. If it's the Baal, then go after it. The people did not answer him at all. He confronted the Nevi Sheker, the priests of the Baal. He gave them a test that required absolute faith in Hashem. On Har HaKarmel, he won a great victory for Torah and B'nai Yisrael. It is the Be'erish Miriam, It was the well of Miriam that inspired Elioanovi, Novi that he should erect the Mizbeach to Hashem on Har Carmel. Ultimately, it brought about the downfall of Avodah in immorality. The trait of uncompromising reliance on Hashem, Emuna Shalema, has kept Bene Yisrael alive and intact through everything in history. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
0: J.M. and the A.M., Drushna is from Rabbi Avraham Willigan Company, 20 minutes before 8 o'clock. Want to wish a happy birthday to Robert Katz. Robert is celebrating a big birthday today, and I want to uh, wish him the very best from all of us here at J.M. and the A.M. Anybody out there who sees Robert Katz today, you make sure to wish him a very happy birthday from all of us here at J.M. and the A.M. 20 minutes before the hour, afternoon rain and snow with a high temperature of 41, 10 degrees the low tonight. Oh, boy. Believe it or not. Rachel Friedman is with us live via telephone. A noted teacher, author, and lecturer in the areas of Bible and Jewish liturgy. Rachel Friedman is founding dean of Lamdenu, a center for Jewish learning in northern New Jersey. She served for many years as associate dean and chair of Tanakh at Drisha Institute for Jewish Education in New York City. She's a scholar in residence in a bunch of places and now is founding dean of Lamdenu, based in Bergen County, New Jersey. Rachel Friedman, welcome to JM in the AM.
9: It is a pleasure and an honor to be speaking with you this morning.
0: I greatly appreciate that. Uh, At what point did uh, somebody find it uh, necessary or a good idea to found a program like Lamdenu in Bergen County?
9: This has actually been a dream of mine for many years. I wanted to create a learning institution that would draw people from far and wide, and it does. Our motto is study in depth, be inspired, and we actually have students coming from Muncie and Westchester, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Lower East Side, and all over New Jersey to get together and to study together and to be inspired by our beautiful tradition.
0: Now, Lamdenu essentially is, is, is in its third go-round right now, right? You had a semester in the fall, you had one during the summer, and now for the spring, I guess, is the, this is basically the third time that you've had uh, you know, registration and an official semester, right?
9: Yeah, this is our third semester. I, I have to admit, we've had a couple of snow days, <laughs> but it's very exciting. We've been around for six months now, yes, Yes. So how,
0: how well did it take off at the beginning I mean once it was announced did you did you get a crowd right away
9: We really did in the summer we had two kinds of offerings. Um, one was a um, Wednesday morning's Parshat HaShavua and Tanakh, and that was open to the entire community. I had over 100 students wow. coming to my class. Rabbi Chaim Angel also had a great showing. And then we did something else a little bit different. We offered in the summer advanced Talmud for women. Three mornings a week for five weeks. And that attracted mostly teachers of Talmud who were off in the summer. And it was a fabulous thing for teachers to be doing their own learning and getting their own satisfaction. I believe it makes them better teachers for everyone all year round. summer was a hugely exciting time.
0: I can imagine. Rachel Freeman is with us, founding dean of Lamdenu, based in Bergen County, New Jersey. Now, um... Is it too late? Because I noticed that on the uh, on the uh, list of courses for the spring 2015 semester, many, if not all, have already begun. Is it too late for someone to join in at this point?
9: Not only isn't it too late, but we are thrilled to have people join. Many of our shiurim are self-contained, like Parshat Hashavua um, and uh, Jewish philosophy. People can drop in if they want to try a class out and it's very very much uh, they're very welcome certainly not too late at all we have a full semester going we'll probably even go a little longer because we've had a couple of snow days so no everyone is welcome and we are excited to have you
0: who's your faculty
9: Who's our faculty? Um, Well, in addition to myself, and I'm a student of Tanakh and Filah, we have uh, the illustrious and accomplished Shira Shayowitz who teaches Sefer Yirmiyahu. Um, We had Rabbi Chaim Angel who is a a fabulous peer of mine and a teacher of Tanakh, published numerous books. We have Rabbi Daniel Fridman, um, have had Rabbi David Nachbar, and others teaching Talmud. We also offer Talmud to learned, educated women who've never had the opportunity to study that particular subject, so that's right. something very exciting that we're doing right now, and we do all year round, and additional other scholars and guest lecturers that we have throughout the year.
0: If you're an expert on prayer, you must laugh when you hear that I'm speaking about prayer this coming Sunday in Livingston, New Jersey.
9: I, I think that's fabulous. I have I'm a excited.
0: but I have a feeling that my presentation is going to be very different than one that you would give on the topic. Frankly, uh,
9: we should we should do it together. <laughs> <laughs> I think I put together about 20
0: classic Davening stories when trying to do a radio show That's going to that's gonna be the bulk of my lecture Yours will probably be a lot more scholarly I'm sorry
9: Oh, I, I think actually we it would be wonderful companion pieces I mean, I see I see prayer as our way Of interpreting the Torah and Tanakh To create our own personal narrative For our daily lives So I think actually it would all go very well
0: together. Oh, I appreciate that. Nice to have that encouragement. Uh listen listen to the topics everybody that are now being covered in the Lamdenu uh semester for this spring and tell me which one doesn't belong. You have Parshanuta Amikra. you have Talmud, Megillat Esther, Parsha Shavua. Megillat Ruth the later prophecies of Yir Mio, great thinkers of the 20th century, and yoga
9: with Shifra. yoga
8: with Shifra. How did yoga
9: with Shifra always begins with dvar <laughs> Torah? How did yoga with Shifra work its way into the syllabus, I need to know. <laughs> well, we thought that it was very, very important to create a learning community in which students connected with their teachers and connected with their Torah, but also connected with each other. And I think developing a clear and healthy mind in the morning through yoga, which I have to admit Shifra is the expert on and not myself, and, and beginning it with Advar Torah is just a, a wonderful way to begin the day, and then you go in right to Parshat
0: HaShavua. Yeah, you know I'm kidding around, of course, but uh, it, it's wonderful that you're offering that in addition to... Uh, Absolutely. I guess in, it, I think
9: it's a lovely dimension. Right, in,
0: in addition to what I would guess we would call traditional academic pursuits, you know, when it comes <laughs> okay. to this. Lamdenu takes place at Congregation Beth Aaron on Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, New Jersey. As you heard Dean Rachel Friedman say, everybody from far and wide is invited to participate and I, I see every day of the week is covered i mean you have uh you have uh, you have monday through thursday and you have uh, uh, afternoons you have mornings you have evenings i mean there's something for everybody in terms of trying to fit things into their schedule
9: absolutely any person who wants to learn seriously can find her or his place at Lomdenu.
0: All right, Lamdenu Spring 2015 semester is on. Information, what would be the best way for people to get information about all this? I
9: would say go to our website. Go to lamdenu.org or email anytime, info at lamdenu.org. We welcome questions. That's what we're all about. We're about people thinking deeply and creatively about Torah study, which is the richest part of our tradition. So we love questions and we love conversations. Email us. Call us. Lamdenu.org. All right. And the, Lamdenu.
0: and the spelling is L-A-M-D-E-I-N-U. If you want to search it, everybody, it's L-A-M-D-E-I-N-U uh, for information about Lamdenu. Uh Rachel Freeman, good luck. I, I know that this semester, thank God, is off to a great start. Continued success and uh, continue spreading the word of Torah.
9: Thank you. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate your talking to me this morning.
0: A pleasure. Thursday morning broadcast. This is J.M. and the A.M. We'll continue with Shuli.
3: I can't Shelach Ramon, Ramon. Bumbi on Ramah.
0: 8 o'clock in the morning with Yehuda Green. Before that, Ellie Marcus with Chavivi. You heard Schole in there opening up that set. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, JM O. R-G. Well, we love when Rabbi Kenny Brander joins us here in studio. He's, of course, Vice President for University and Community Life at Yeshiva University. We especially love it when Rabbi Brander brings along with him some amazing student leaders. There is hope. There is a future for our community. And Yeshiva University and its student leadership is always an indication of that. Rabbi Kenny Brander, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachman. It's always a pleasure to be here. Rabbi Brander is back from a solidarity mission to Paris. He... And the two students, and we'll introduce uh, both students to you in a moment one's in studio, one's on our telephone um, I guess we're asked to participate to go to Paris and show solidarity with the Parisian Jewish community. We know how difficult things are at that uh, at this point in Paris. so tell us about the trip.
12: Well, the Jewish federations of North America uh, put together a solidarity mission to Paris. Um, there were around 50 lay and professional Jewish communal leaders from around North America who went on this trip. Uh, it was 36 hours, basically, on the ground. And we engaged with, uh, most importantly, members of the Jewish community there. Uh, we visited schools, shuls, uh, had really productive conversations, as well as with members of the government, uh, the Israeli ambassador, the uh, U.S. ambassador. Um, and I think what was accomplished um, on a larger narrative was that the Parisian Jewish community continues to see that that we beat with one heart.
0: And that we have uh, compassion, care, concern. We're reaching out, uh, and we're very concerned about what the future is for French fa- Jewry. Uh, you know, it's, in many ways, it's a tale of two cities. All right. Um, That's why it's interesting when you say you meet with members of government and with members of the Jewish community and leadership in the Jewish community. I can only imagine the conflict that so many of those people have at this point. I mean, you know, on
12: on one side of the coin, so to say, and the way they portray it, uh, they've had a rich uh, communal life um, since the time of Rashi, uh, a thousand years. Um, There's 500,000 Jews. Or a little bit, perhaps a little bit more than that in france that 's the largest Jewish community after Israel and after America. Um, they have institutions that go back to the time of Napoleon wow. um, there are, according to their numbers, three hundred kosher restaurants. Uh, in Paris, and I thought Tinek had a lot of restaurants. <laughs> and uh, at the same time, and they have thirty thousand young people in Yeshiva day schools. But at the same time, when you visit, like we visit the Hirsch uh, day school there, um, which is like one hundred and twenty-five years old, um, there are six fully armed uh, members of the French army, uh, locked and loaded, and uh, in you know in full gear. So when a student goes to school there or goes to shul there or goes anywhere else, so you, you might have 300 kosher restaurants, but uh, we were able to walk outside with kipot. Uh, that's because we had our own security team. Right. But you can't walk out with kipot there. And it's really uh, anxiety, but there's a certain pride still about the Jewish community there, and, and they're really in a, in a challenging situation.
0: Rabbi Brander is here. We'll introduce the students in a minute. So then you get the the privilege... Uh, the task of choosing which students head to Paris with you.
12: Well when Jerry Silverman, who's the uh who runs the Jewish Federations of North America, who's the visionary behind the Jewish Federation of North America, asked me if I could come. Um, I said, well could I bring two student leaders? Ah. And Jerry, who is totally understands the responsibility of training the next generation, said definitely yes. So uh I had no I realized that for me to pick the two student leaders would be a tremendous mistake. So I gave it to somebody who, you know, who works for me. But, no, what we did was um, we we asked which student leaders wanted to come, and uh, the response was, thank God, as it should be, 100% of them wanted to come.
8: Right. Uh,
12: so we did a lottery uh, for one young man and one young woman to join, um, and I was blessed to have two wonderful people who uh, did a great job uh, learning and actually sharing uh, with people on the mission who could be their parents, and most of them could even be their grandparents.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, with that in mind, we introduce our two special guests. Natan Zagedi, zeg- zeg- I hope that's pronounced properly, is the uh, is here in studio with us, and he is the president of what we would call the Yeshiva Student Union up at Yeshiva University. Welcome to the show.
13: Thank you for having me.
0: And we have uh, Amanda Ezra- Ezraelian. Uh Amanda israelian is a student leader at Stern College and she's with us live via telephone this morning. Amanda, welcome to the show.
14: Thank you so much for having me.
0: A pleasure. Alright, this <laughs> might this might be a uh you know, it sound like a crazy question or one where everybody knows the answer. But tell me, why did you want to go on this trip? Well, obviously
13: you don't you don't always get to go to Paris with the right brand or <laughs> <just> like
8: that. <laughs> <laughs> um,
13: <laughs> But then we saw what the programming was all about. We saw that we get to visit sites like this kosher supermarket where the shooting happened. We get to meet with the ambassadors both from Israel and from the United States. We get to meet with heads of the JCC there and other community leaders. And then I thought that this would not, this, I'm never going to have an opportunity like that to meet and understand the situation in the community. All right. Now,
0: now you're be. from Europe originally, right? I am, I am. You're from Hungary. Yes. So you may have had a much different perspective than if a than if a uh, an American kid, and we'll speak to Amanda in a moment. But if an American kid went over and observed the situation, am I right or wrong? Um, That's that's
13: possibly true. I did I did attend a day school much like the one we visited in Paris. Right.
0: So I think that gave me a different perspective. Right. And, And was there a tremendous amount of tension? In places like the day school and the area of the supermarket, like how would you describe the you know was it like being I don't know in Washington Heights or was it like uh, a very tense situation?
13: It it is very tense. It's because we saw places that we recently saw in the news just a few weeks ago, and then as Rabbi Brander said, it's very um, it's it seems like a dichotomy that that you have a school full of twelve hundred students and a lively Jewish community, and at the same time you have armed. Not even police officers, but real soldiers, arming and blocking the streets, and it just—it just very surreal. Right, Amanda, you—you—you
0: you come from an American background, right?
14: I mean, my parents are from Iran, but oh, yes, is that, oh, is I, that I've funny? In America, I'm, my
0: whole—I'm being—I'm being so dramatic about you being a regular American kid, and I find <laughs> that that your roots are in Iran, but you were born here in the United States.
14: I was, I was.
0: So yeah. how would you describe as an American kid, quote unquote, how would you describe being there and what you felt as you were in Paris visiting these different sites?
14: It was definitely extremely eye opening. I mean throughout the entire experience I it was it was crazy to to me to see how simple it is for me to be a Jew living in America. Right. And thank God I, I haven't faced anti Semitism in the slightest. Um and I even I went to a public school in New York, and I, I I've never experienced something like that. Going here, I've been seeing everything that that the Jews there have to face on a day to day basis was extremely eye opening, and it definitely made me appreciate my identity and where I come from and my roots a mm-hmm. heck of a lot more.
0: Uh, do people of all ages in Paris, or by Brander, um, uh, talk about the anti semitism and talk about open anti semitism as opposed to what we thank God have over here?
12: Yeah, in conversations that we had both with uh, students uh, as well as with leaders, uh, Jewish leaders, they all speak about the anxiety right now. And also you see uh, the fact that they expect 10,000 Jews uh, to make aliyah. We actually were at an aliyah fair, uh, which was um, a, a, large, a, a large auditorium packed with young people who just realized that their future uh, is not unfortunately, going to be in France. And while, you know, we all endorse the importance of making aliyah, you know, as the, quoting the Israeli ambassador, there's aliyah based on Bechira, uh, free choice and Aliyah based on uh, bricha is the word he used right. uh, just to run away right. uh, boreach, um, and he would like the Aliyah to just be by Bahirah, even though I think most of the ten thousand Jews are not making Aliyah for that reason. You know, in the in the 1700s there was a a famous Yiddish saying in, in in France, which I'm not going to say in Yiddish, a Jew is as happy as God in France, because uh, in 1791, Jews were able to become citizens, and they were able to have unbelievable religious freedom, and while Jew- Jews in France are, pro- are proud French citizens... Um, as as the person representing the federation there said to me, we we don't use that saying anymore that Jews a Jew is as happy as God in France and I think that that you know is a challenge and while again we endorse Aliyah uh, the fact that the unrest that is happening in France it's not state it's not s- state sponsored anti-Semitism it's actually anti-Semitism that's coming from the civil society um, it's just. It just shows you the challenge in all of Europe, um, and it just reminds us the difference between the 1930s and now is two things. One is g- God's gift of Medina Israel, right. and secondly, our responsibility to really mean never again and never be silent. Right,
0: which we could probably only do because of the existence of the right. State of Israel. Um, you talk about the uh, how this is a symbol of what's going on or what could go on potentially everywhere in Europe, uh, and you alluded to this at the beginning of the conversation, nonetheless, there's something really unique about the French situation. You you are not going to find, and correct me if I'm wrong, you are not going to find anywhere else on this globe where there is this entrenched, um, glorious history of a Jewish community, while at the same time, you know, this desire, especially among the next generation, to get out as soon as possible. There's no comparison to any other country on on the globe.
12: I think that that's correct. I think this is really really the the location in which the whole European balance is really playing itself out. In 2014 in France there was a 104% increase in hate crimes. Now the Jewish community represents 1% of the population but 51% of the hate crimes were directed against the Jewish people um and that is really something that's happening throughout Europe uh, maybe not the same statistics but really the same framework and what will happen in France I think will happen throughout the rest of Europe and therefore it really is a tale of two cities and uh the challenge will be twofold one is how does the leadership co- uh, continue the next generation when those most informed and have the most affluence are deciding to leave and the 50% of the Jewish community that is really not affiliated in France, um, they're being reminded that they're Jews not because of an outreach program but because of an anti-Semitic uh, program. And that might um, enable, empower, force uh, them to realize that they need to be more connected to the Jewish community. So you're seeing really multiple forces uh, working sometimes in opposite winds from each other, and sometimes winds that are are coming together.
0: Natan, a day and a half mission is not a long time. I mean, you weren't even on the ground for Shabbos to really sit and schmooze with some of the people there. But did you have any encounters of note? Did you have any conversations with people your age or others that really described, you know, on a personal basis what it's like there in Paris? So the
13: program did allow us to meet a lot of people who were who were critical for the purpose of this, for the purpose of this program, we met, um, I sat actually next to at one of the dinners, I sat next to one of the hostages, who, someone who was held hostage at the kosher supermarket and thank God made it out alive. And her story was, um, was very shocking. She told us everything that she experienced. So we did get. We also got to meet some students who are students at, at universities all over France, and they told us how they how they are experiencing rising anti-Semitism. But I think
0: the most shocking was definitely meeting a hostage. And did they talk about Israel, or are the are, are young people still, you know, hoping that they can make a commitment to staying in France? What's their? Did they even speak about the future, or is it more about the past and present? Right, so I think we would always
13: ask them, where do you see yourself in 5-10 years? And most of the response we got from young people especially is that, that either in France, and if not in, I mean, either in Israel, and if not in Israel, then perhaps in Canada, or in the United States. Not many of them said that they are definitely here to stay.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Are there French students at Yeshiva University? There are French
13: students at Yeshiva University. It's always been like that or just recently?
12: No, it's, al- it's always been like that. I'm not sure in our
0: time if there yeah, were.
8: I'm trying yeah. to think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> but you know, you, and Europe in general or, or, or basically? No, European I, I students th- at YU are yeah, coming are, from what countries?
12: There are European students uh, coming from YU. We have several from the United Kingdom. Actually, this year was the first year that we actually placed three Rabbanim uh in your in in England. Really? Uh, yeah. In three different shows. I'm actually
0: American kids?
12: Um, one is an American, two are uh U- uh UK kids who went through the YU system and uh and got their smicha from uh, YU. Got smicha from YU and are coming back and went back to um, you know to take pulpits there. I'm actually pleased got going in June to spend some time with one of them as a scholar in wow. um, it's, uh, there's definitely, uh, students from the FSU. Um, there are definitely students from Hungary. There are sure. definitely students from France. Um, and there's actually, uh, a request, larger request, and we have to make sure that we have the capacity to make sure that uh, we don't just take them, that, that they can succeed and grow here, which we are, tr- which we are doing. Um, so, yes, there are students from... F- we have a whole special program that helps them with their visas, that helps them acculturate, that gives them all the uh, infrastructure that they need. But There's just,
0: a foreign ministry up at NYU. I didn't there is, realize there, actually. Her, her, I didn't yes, realize. That's
12: great. It's, it's, under, it's under Dr. Chaim Nissel, the Dean of Students. Fantastic. Uh, yes, there is a foreign ministry. <laughs> and Actually, the chief rabbi of, of France, is actually coming to YU, if not next week, the week after. I don't remember which day. Another opportunity for
0: solidarity. and I'm Uh, sure the students will come out and uh, express that solidarity. Uh, Amanda, uh, is there any specific episode or maybe an encounter with somebody young or old while you were on this day-and-a-half mission uh, to Paris that was of note to you that you'd like to tell us about?
14: Um, Yeah, actually, when we were visiting the, the school the second day of the trip, We got to hear from several students about, like, their experiences being in the Jewish Day School. Um, And then after we heard from them, I approached one of the students myself, who was a young man who went to public school and then switched over to the Jewish Day School that we had visited, um, and he had to repeat 10th grade again. Um, And I got to hear a lot from him about the shift in terms of why he switched and whether or not he felt like he was comfortable and happy and safe with where he was at that point. Um, and he mentioned that, that as of now, he, he does feel safe where he is, um, but he did make a shift in schools because he didn't necessarily feel like like there was a place for him anymore in the school in the public school he was at. Right. Um, and ideally, he would like to make Aliyah. Um, Partially because he feels like in the next couple of years living in France won't necessarily be a safe place for him, but also because he does feel like he has that strong, strong Jewish identity that he he wants to connect back to living in Israel.
0: By the way, we should note that uh, Amanda, who mentioned earlier that she's a public school student, has gone to the highest of the hierarchy of Stern College leadership, of right? Of
12: course, TAC,
0: which it's is the highest of the high. Which is right. pretty which is pretty amazing. Right? I mean, it's pretty amazing for anybody, but certainly right. we want to acknowledge that. And, hey, only at YU, of course. Any mention there about, I mean, obviously the undertone we know, but any direct mention about the uh, Muslim population in Paris and, and the way that is going? I mean, I, I assume that they, you know, when people talk about the anti-Semitism the desire to get out, that that's one of the reasons they cite, no? Yes,
12: but um, I think... In our conversations with many of the officials and the Jewish community leaders, they stressed that sometimes, you know, the silent majority are those who are not uh, Muslim fundamentalists. Right. But you have to keep in mind that uh, the Muslim community represents 20 percent of the French community, um, and that the vocal minority is really not only having hate crimes against Jews, but they're also actually creating hate crimes against those who are not endorsing their way. Um, and so you have several Muslims who have, not too many, but a handful that have spoken out against hate crimes against Jews, who now have their own police protection uh, because of their own. Um, and and, and and again I think that France is struggling with the fact that they want people to feel an affinity to the p- to the Republic, and therefore, in some ways, they have uh, put laws against certain types of speech. Right. But at the same time, uh, as I mentioned to one of the ministers, France is really the cradle of individualism. If this is not the time to discuss it, but the philosophy of right. France has always been deconstruction of meta-narratives of of the notion of community. And now, because that was really the incubator of postmodernism, they're struggling with the results of that, where people don't feel in a to the larger notion of community and what that can mean. And the far left and the far right are are dealing with that notion that people don't feel a connection to community. So you have the crazy saying, join the Muslim Brotherhood, and therefore you'll feel community. And then you have those saying, well, if you want to believe in community, we should have nothing to do with anybody who doesn't have an identity that's just France. So whether they're Jews or Muslims, we should have nothing to do with them. So it's, again, these multiple wins going on.
0: What a complicated situation, to say the least. Um, By the way, technical issues, I'm just curious. Does life around the kosher supermarket continue? Is it a store so, that operates again? Like what happens there now in that neighborhood? So the supermarket itself has been totally shattered.
8: Right. We
12: actually you know contrary to president obama 's comments that it was a bunch of folks uh, in a deli in paris it wasn 't just a bunch of folks in a deli in Paris. it was a bunch of Jews in Trapped a kosher deli in a kosher deli, a kosher deli um, shopping for shoppers. Uh, so he, he needs to be corrected or
0: informed um. well, and those who are commenting on his comment need to be corrected right. as well. Right. That may be the bigger problem right. but anyway yeah
12: so so that is totally shot and and actually, I had the privilege of leading a service there where we spoke uh, shared words of Torah together with the group uh, about our responsibility um, and that 's shattered and it 's just a big memorial with Israeli flags um, that have been put open. out out in the open. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of bouquets of flowers. And right next to it, actually, is a kosher bakery. <laughs> that's totally functional, which we actually... Uh, uh personally uh, tasted uh, to make sure that it was 100% uh, tasty, uh, you know, with hey, proper French supervision. French pastry, Large come on. pastry. Uh,
0: Who's giving uh, up a chance on that? Right.
12: And, um, it, it, but that, but that, that supermarket is not functional anymore. But the other supermarkets of that kosher supermarket chain are right. functional. And one of the things that they're very concerned about is that all these retail establishments, they don't have security around them. Right. But they're also targets, and so the federation community there needs to deal with the fact that you have all these retail establishments that are targets, and how do you protect? How do you protect them and allow people to still frequent them in a in a safe fashion?
0: Is there still a big memorial near the uh, magazine headquarters? Yes, there still is. Still also there.
12: And I want to just point out something there also sure. that while the terrorists there said they would not kill any women, right? The only woman that they did kill was a Jew. So, and, and that too was not a random act. Um, and there is a recognition of that fact, um, and that bears itself out in the memorials that various citizens have, you know,
0: handcrafted themselves. Unbelievable. Uh, Rabbi Brander and the uh, two uh, amazing student leaders from Yeshua University, they were there at the beginning of the week, Sunday through Tuesday in Paris to show solidarity as uh, we try to, uh, uh, show our brethren. Uh, uh, in the city of Paris and in the country of France that we care, we have compassion and we're very concerned about their future uh, Amanda Israelian is the uh, a student leader from Stern College who was there and joining us this morning Amanda, thank you so much for joining us today Thank you so much for having me and kolakavod to you and best regards to everybody at Stern College
14: Thank
0: you Natan Zighetti is originally from Hungary is a student leader now at UC University and was in Paris earlier in the week How did you find out about YU when you were in Hungary? Um, well, I actually started my uh, in high
13: school. Uh, Where in high school? Connecticut, New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, you were in New Haven, right? And then and then uh, spent a year in Israel. And then since my brother was already in NYU, ah. I knew about
0: it. So there's been a Hungarian connection for a while up there, huh? Exactly, exactly. And the Hungry Jewish community, what can you tell us about it? Um, it is in some ways similar to the French one.
13: It is much smaller, much less established, and no 300 uh, restaurants. Nope. Three, actually, there are three.
0: There are three, uh, right? Um, so I'm stuck in Hungary. I'll be all right. But yes,
13: <laughs> but rising anti-Semitism is definitely a problem, just as much as it is in France. Um, and I think um, they could also use a solid, solidarity trip, because um, because all over Europe we see signs of um, anti-Semitism. Is there Aliyah from Hungary to Israel? Not to the extent, at least to my knowledge, not to the extent as it is as there is from France, since there ha- haven't been. Such open attacks against the Jewish community, right? But but I think young people in the Jewish community are thinking of uh, people who are committed to 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 remain Jewish in some ways are are uh, thinking of spending their life somewhere else. Is this your final year at YU? Yes. Do you know what your plans are yet? Um, I'm thinking I'm applying to Hebrew University.
0: Very nice. I'm um,
13: thinking of going to law school.
0: Very um, nice. We'll wow. We wish works. you the best of luck. Thank you. Uh, have you had a chance to stop by this farm sale yet? Of course, of course. You've been there? I have been there. Because, okay. you know, Thursday night's a big night at this farm, so you know that. I'm, I'm aware. So you may I, want to pencil it in for this I, evening. I, I worked there, too. Two years you also ago. work at this farm? Not just two years ago. How do your student leaders find time for everything, Rami Brander? It seems whenever you find a student leader, they're involved in at least 10, 12 projects up on campus. Yeah, including your son.
12: <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> doing all son. right up
0: there. Huh? <laughs> He's doing great. But uh,
12: I think it's, again, it's a very unique place. I mean, we just finished uh, Model UN where we had uh, oh, I heard that was great. 500 uh, young people from high schools around North America as well as uh, South, South Africa and uh, South America. Um, and I think the most important part of that was not only they had a wonderful time, but the 60 YU students ran it. Um, we're about to start Sarachek and this farm, of uh, Wittenberg. This, yeah, who this do I complain sale?
0: to if I need a specific school to be invited to Sarachek? Where, uh, where do I find Brand, it? Brander
12: board? at yu.edu. <laughs> Thank
8: you, Rabbi. <laughs>
12: brander at yu.edu. We'll see what we can do about it. Um, you get an extra bonus thing, but Brander at yu.edu. We'll see what we can do. There's always that, you know, the vice president uh, prerogative, or be, the president at, prerogative. The at large spot. The <laughs> at large spot. Um, anyways, but try to have those conversations off the air with me <laughs> <laughs> anyways so uh so it, it's just unbelievable to see that and at the same time like even amanda who's not only not here because she student teaches uh today and she didn't want to be late for class um you know is starting next year uh teach for america for two years um and please god after that will work for the jewish people as a teacher i hope um and I think that there's just a unique destiny of those that make YU their home. Uh, whatever pre- business they go into, whatever profession they go into, they are leaders. Um, and that's the message that we're trying to communicate with them. It wasn't about me going to Paris. It was about bringing two wonderful young people. And I have to tell you, from all of the people who were on this Jewish Federations of North America mission, they were inspired by our two students, and they're rethinking the paradigm of bringing students
0: on all of their missions. Yeah, which dayenu. That's is the sufficient way
12: to. Do it. to uh, you got to teach the next generation.
0: Yeah, nothing against our generation or older, but uh, we know where the future is. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, Brenda, I thank you. Thank, thank you for bringing these unique students to us, and thank you for uh, what you've done this week in terms of showing solidarity with Jews of Paris Thursday morning broadcast. This is JM and the AM. More coming up. This is ninety-one point one FM, ninety point one FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at ninety-one point nine in the FM dial, and around the world in the web. JM and the AM.org. Slami Daskal, it's called Minagain. Uh before that you heard uh Itzik Dadya, Kiva Simcha, both of those off of the sheer double C D. Ellie Marcus at Sheibana, you heard Todad done by Benny Friedman, big song off of his brand new album. Thursday morning with twenty nine degrees, rain, snow, and a high temperature of forty one. Partly cloudy, windy tonight, a low of ten. You heard correctly. A low of ten degrees. Oh my gosh. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 48. We're at 29 here in Jersey City, as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Mazaltov again to Rochelle and Mark Zamek and Tamar and Matt Lowe. They are the awardees at the Young Israel of Teaneck dinner that we look forward to this coming Saturday night. Mazaltov Looking forward to Sunday morning at the synagogue at a suburban Torah center in Livingston, My topic is, so when does he daven? Nachum Siegel on prayer, priorities, and people. This Sunday morning, the lecture and breakfast after Shacharis. Shacharis begins at 8.30. There's some good stories, I think. Some good prayer stories. Hopefully it will enhance at least one person's prayer. Try to come out, and we'll greet you there on Sunday morning in Livingston. And thank you, Synagogue of the Suburban Torah Center, for inviting me to participate. Very much looking forward to it. You just heard Benny Friedman. He's part of the uh, Soul to Soul event that's happening February 22nd in Brooklyn, New York. Chaim Israel and Benny Friedman. Information, you can go to JewishTickets.com. JewishTickets.com has the info. Plenty of amazing things on our stream all day long at org. Some really great material going on. Uh, 9 o'clock, Charlie Harari. Charlie Harari has a, uh, a program called The Boardroom every single week. And every week gives amazing advice with the segments entitled Life Bits, Practical Productivity, Leadership Lessons, Corner Office Management Tips, In the News with Michael Davis, just a lot going on between 9 and 10. Allison Josephs at 10 o'clock with uh, Isamar Ginsburg, a Hasidic Inc. Top 10 entrepreneur. Allison speaks with him at 10 o'clock this morning. 10.30, Miriam L. Wallach. She will have a, um, the latest edition of uh, That's Life. And Penny Joel blogger and experiential Jewish education consultant will join the program and discuss experiential education and how what your child learns outside the classroom is often more important than what he or she learns inside the classroom. 11 o'clock for the live lunch will feature what's new in the world of Judaica with Shalami Eichler. 1 o'clock it will be Jordan B. Gorfinkel with the stunt show. He'll uh, take you away from the winter blues and interview Ayal Zimit, the Israeli top ten beach volleyball star and Hollywood stuntman. And the latest installment of Purim Torah Me Star Trek will answer the question of how much Romulan ale must one drink to fulfill the mitzvah of not being able to tell the hero Kirk apart from the villain Khan. All on today's Stud show, whether you're a Trekkie or not, between 1 and 2 o'clock Eastern time on our stream at jmandtheam.org. And get ready for tomorrow. If you are anywhere near Cedarhurst tomorrow, right after JM and the AM, Naomi Nachman is live with Table for Two from Gourmet Glot, with food and wine tastings, a cooking demo, food sample give, giveaways. She'll have Dahlia Abraham Klein, author of Spiritual Needing. She'll have Chef Aviva Friedman of The Loft Steakhouse. She'll have Shiffer Klein of Joy of Kosher. She'll have Seth Levin of Abels and Hyman. They're all going to be there tomorrow at Gourmet Glot. Out in Cedarhurst. Uh, So check it out. Table for Two live with Naomi Nachman starting at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, You'll be able to hear it, to see it, and you'll be able to go there live to experience it. Good luck, Naomi. I saw her this week at the Kosher Food and Wine Experience. She is unbelievable. Just incredible. What a job she's doing. So you will uh, be able to experience all of that. Uh, coming up tomorrow starting at 9 a.m. at Gourmet Glot, Spruce Street in Cedarhurst. Ten minutes before 9 o'clock, it's JM in the AM with Yankee Lemmer.
15: aitum schul mit mit Man stadt fürs. an trinkt, Mir danken diren loben dir, dir heilige Bojre wo's di hast gegeb und di heilige Tojre wenn ossan loh es tojre semst tojre semst mir danken diren loben dir, dir heilige Bojre wo's di hast gegeb di heilige Tojre wenn ossan loh nu tojre semst tojre semst Geh, ich hab es, Kreuz, es und geht auf. Und von Jiedisch zu resen, ne, taus, nicht Frag ich bei dir, Gott, in you oi, oh, wird sein, der Sohn? In der Schule, schon ganz dunkel, mit kein Gemüt vom Sehn, steht mein Väter, Jeichel, dort mir, ganz allein. Just in case I'm missing you, mein Hilf kommen, du ein wird kommen von seinem Leben. Her. Geht det går till, det går till. Det Leben und alle går till. Det går till. Det går till. Det går till. Det går till. Land, går Land von allen Der Schaf geht auf, weg. Die Wach soll kommen zu gesundem Leben. Und alle Züge sollen nehmen anleg. Wir sollen keinem Gott leben. der Schwäbe
8: sei dis geit weg die wott so komen zu und leben und alle zürst soll ab neck mir sorgkenig
0: W.S. Shalan Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world in the web, org. Wraps up a great Thursday morning here at JM and the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty of stuff coming up on our stream all day long on the uh, and site with the NSN app. Listen in and enjoy, comment, etc., etc. So much going on, it's amazing. Tomorrow we're back. We'll start at six a.m. Malcolm Holmline is live from Austria tomorrow. Malcolm Holmline from Vienna tomorrow, starting at seven forty with our weekly update. Make sure to be tuned in. And um, Naomi Nachman, live from Gourmet Glot, 9 o'clock tomorrow morning until 10.30 with plenty of demonstrations and more. Make sure to be tuned in as well. Have a fabulous Thursday. till tomorrow, Nachman Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.